0: for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Isaiah 37, 21-38, we are going to see Assyria toppled. Today's readings are coming from the ESV, so while I'm not going to read the whole passage, I encourage you to follow along as we study. So, today I've divided up the lesson into two segments. One, God's plan for the wicked, and to God's plan for the righteous. Most of today's episode is going to be on God's plan for the wicked, but we will talk about the righteous too, so keep that in mind as we study. So first, let's look at God's plan for the wicked. So before I go any further, I want to talk about why I talk about this. So God's plan for the righteous is generally an easy subject to talk about, Um, it's good things, you know, um, God has good plans for the righteous. However, there is a lot worse things that he has planned for the wicked and rightly so. This is because obviously they are wicked and God is a holy God. So God can't just say, you know, oh, even though you've sinned, that's okay. You know, you can just do whatever you want. No, God is a holy and just God. And so this is a hard topic to talk about. So we're going to give it a little bit more detail. So, how can God plan evil while remaining holy? That's going to be our first question today. We need to realize that God plans all things, and that includes the wicked and their actions. God You look at Proverbs, where we see that the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. Even the most random of events are planned by God. So how can God plan evil while remaining holy? Well, first we need to realize that God is holy. We see the name the Holy One of Israel used numerous times in Isaiah, but Isaiah 1-4 is one of those locations. And then in Leviticus 19-2, we read that I, the Lord your God, am holy. We see that God is just. Deuteronomy 20, 32, 4. The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity. Just and upright is he. And finally, we need to realize that God is all-wise and all-knowing. God knows everything. First John three twenty. God is perfect perfect in knowledge, Job thirty-seven sixteen, And Psalm 104, 24 says, O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom have you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. So we need to realize that when God plans evil, He does so wisely and in a holy way, acting for His glory and for the good of His people. He does not just sit around and wait for evil to happen, say, oh man, you know, another bad thing happened. Well, let me fix this. No, he planned both the good and the evil for his wise, holy, and just purposes. We need to see that God uses the wicked for his glory. And I've got three examples of this. Let's look at Assyria. This obviously is the most pressing for us. This is what we're studying God let Assyria come to the doorstep of Jerusalem to show his saving power. And then God wiped out 185,000 men to show his awesome power and glory. This is really why I'm talking about this. The reason that I'm spending so much time, I'm dedicating this episode to talking about God's plan for the wicked and for the righteous, is because of God's plan for Assyria. God had prophesied that Assyria would come, but that they would be stopped, that they would fall by a sword, not from the Lord. Let's look at Egypt. We're going to go back in history to the time of Moses. God raised Pharaoh up to show the world his power. Look at Romans 9, 17, if you don't believe me. And then finally, this is God using evil for his glory, and this is a blind man in John 9 that Jesus heals. Listen to this. And his disciples asked him, referring to Jesus, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents that he was born blind? What they're thinking is, someone had to have sinned, you know. This couldn't, you know, this couldn't have been the plan of God, you know, it had to have been something that someone did. But listen to what Jesus says. Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So what Jesus is saying here is God made this man blind so that his glory and his works might be displayed. God used that suffering that the blind man went through to show his power and for the good of his people. And frankly, this planning of wicked is no greater comfort to believers than anything else. John Piper makes a great point in his book, Providence, where he basically lays out the question, which would you rather have be true? Evil that happens in your life happen randomly, outside of God's control, or God planned this evil, and he'll get you through it. Knowing that God planned evil and uses it for the good of his people and for his glory gives us peace. When you go through suffering, realize that God planned that, but he's going to use that for your good and his glory. That is what we read in Romans 8.28. If you are a child of God, God's using that suffering to help you know him better and then finally let's look at God's plans for the righteous we're going to see two things today first is to defend them this is pretty obvious God delivers Jerusalem from the Assyrians they clearly could not have handled this on their own this was another one of God's miraculous interventions And from this, we see that God never abandons his people. Now, he often puts them through suffering, but that's to show himself sweet to his children. It's in those valleys that you really see the glory and sweetness of God. God hides himself from his children for a season so that he can show himself even more sweetly to his people. And then finally, God nourishes His people. And He does this in two ways. Physically, and that is shown in God giving Jerusalem food for three years miraculously, even after a siege. Now, we in America probably do not know what a siege is like. However, a siege is basically where all food supplies are cut off. So, Food would have been, the land would have been stripped down because they would have literally eaten everything that they could have. They wouldn't have left anything to grow because they couldn't have, obviously. However, God gave Jerusalem food for three years. And then obviously that would have gotten them back on their feet where they could have got crops going again. And then not only does God nourish them physically, but he nourishes his people spiritually, Look at John 6.35, I am the bread of life. Jesus Christ really is the fulfillment of God's care for his people. Jesus is the climax of God's plans for his people. He is how their sins are taken away. He is how they see the glory of God. So in conclusion today, we've seen God's plans for the wicked And we've seen God's plans for the righteous, and both of these find their fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, adoptedbelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us at Facebook at Adopted Believers.